listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you peace. Amen. Can you guess what I'm about to say? I love these readings. <laughs> every, every Sunday, the Holy Mother Church has put together the readings from the Bible for us so beautifully. Um, the story from 1 Kings 19 with the prophet Elijah hiding in the cave, a very, very well-known, famous passage from the Old Testament. And um, the way the church couples that with the story about the storm on the lake. And um, just beautiful how these two complement one another. Um, and so, has anyone here ever been to the Sea of Galilee? Anybody made the pilgrimage to the Holy Land? So when you heard this, you were thinking about it, right? It's a big lake, basically, about five miles wide. And um, one of our priests was on pilgrimage there. And one of the things you do is you get on a boat, get a big boat. They call it the Jesus boat. And you go out onto the lake. They turn the motor off and you get the Bible out and you start reading stories from the Gospels of events from the life of Jesus. And uh, as you're standing there, you know, uh, you hear about Capernaum. And it's like that was the, your guide. Said, OK, that was right over there. Or all these, you know, Magdala, that was right over there. All these things. And it's just so beautiful and powerful. Well, one of our priests is there and they have the stories of the storm on the lake and they're we're going to drown and Lord save us and all of that. And, and he's starting to chuckle. Uh, one, this priest of ours kind of like, um, he, he's a manly kind of, you know, gruff kind of friar. And uh, he was like, those apostles are a bunch of wimps. <laughs> you know, it's a lake and it's just beautiful. And he was like, uh, you know, they, they must have been, I don't know, chicken or, you know, he was like making fun of the 12 apostles for being afraid. And uh, a little bit later, Without any kind of warning or announcement, a violent squall whipped up on this lake, and, and this friar priest of ours started to become terrified. It was like it came out of nowhere. It's wind and the waves, and you know, the boat is rocking. He was like profusely apologizing to the 12 apostles, like, whoa, I am so sorry. <laughs> so to this day, there's a weird weather phenomenon on the Sea of Galilee that causes these storms. It's still happening to this day. On the, the northwest corner of the lake, there's a, a valley called the Valley of the Doves. And it was a, a, an ancient road that you could actually get to Nazareth from there. And uh, there's a wind tunnel that comes through that valley. And when it hits the, the Sea of Galilee, it whips up these storms. So these storms that we read about in the Gospels, uh, every once in a while, they still happen. And um, now here's what's interesting. Uh, the area where Jesus was ministering was along the North Shore. Mostly a lot of the stories we're familiar with are on the North Shore of the Sea of Galilee. And in the North Shore area, there are seven freshwater springs that to, till this day feed the lake. And those freshwater springs are a little bit warmer. The temperature of that water is a little warmer and so to this day, this is where they fish. So all those stories of fishing on the Sea of Galilee, it, it's where the fish go, it's a little warmer there. And uh, 
lo and behold, this is the area where um, they, the, you could imagine from the shore of the lake, it kind of goes up a little bit like a hill. And uh, in this area, there is a tiny little cave. It's the only one in this whole area. And so it is very clear that when Jesus sent the apostles on the boat, he dismissed the crowds and he went to pray. This is where he went. There's this, this little cave, it's maybe five feet deep. It's really small. It's just up the slope a little bit and you can sit in there and you're just out of the elements and the weather and you can see the beautiful lake, the Sea of Galilee. He was there watching them as he prayed. Oh, it's so beautiful. I hope you get a chance. If you don't, just uh, Google it, you know, and look at the satellite pictures. <laughs> you can see it. Um, but um, so here, here are a couple of things. Um, first of all, the storm. God allows us to have storms, right? The storm is a perfect metaphor for the difficulties that we have in this life. Uh, so think about that. Any moments, it feels like there's a storm in our culture right now, right? A lot of kind of unrest and um, a lot of pain and anger and, and confusion and upheaval. God allows the storm. Jesus sat there in that little cave praying. And we're told that he finally comes to them at the, the fourth watch, which is about 6 a.m. So all night he watched and he allowed them to struggle in the storm. And uh, so I find that really consoling, like God allows us sometimes to struggle. So if you're struggling, don't jump to the conclusion that God has abandoned you. You know, sometimes the struggle can do something really, really good in, in, our, in our life, in our heart, in our soul. If we trust in our Heavenly Father. Um, if you allow me to mix a metaphor, you know, recently we've had a lot of... Uh, teachings from Jesus on farming. So imagine the storm is kind of like plowing, right? You plow the ground, it, you're tearing it up. What are you doing, you know? But the plowing allows the seed to get planted deeply and take root, right? And I think storms can, if we have faith, storms can do something similar. Like sometimes when people um, have gone astray from God, one of the best things that could happen to them is to have a storm kind of wakes you up, like, wait a minute, like, I need God, I need God. Um, and then we have Jesus there walking on the water. He walked on land as a man. He walked on the water as God. There's a number of passages in the Old Testament, the book of Job, in the Psalms, that said that God walks on the water. So there's the divinity of Jesus here. Now, here's a curious point. Peter says, if it is really you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus says to him, come. And Peter steps out of the boat and begins to walk on water himself. That is a very profound and beautiful detail. Jesus is inviting us to follow him, right? How many times did Jesus say, follow me? But he's inviting us to imitate him, to be like God. As, as humans, we can't walk on water, right? It's impossible, unless it's winter and it's frozen, okay? <laughs> but God invites us, you know, Jesus invites us, imitate me, learn from me, follow me. And I think 
one of the most clearest ways that we can walk on water and be like God is when we forgive others. Right? If God loves us, God is full of mercy, God forgives us our sins, and then he invites us to forgive also. That's a divine act to forgive, right? You've heard the old saying, to, human, to, to err is human, to forgive is divine, right? You know, that it's not just that God wants to forgive us. He also wants that forgiveness to, to flow through us to others. And sometimes a storm can be uh, a difficult situation with another person. And if we don't forgive, what happens? You know, unforgiveness can become like poison, right? But if we struggle to like, as God forgives me, let, let me forgive others, we start to walk on the water, we start to imitate God himself. There's calm, there's peace, there's joy. And uh, that's another thing that Old Testament says that God will still the storm. So it's another sign of Jesus's divinity. So um, allow me just to conclude with a really great story. Um, one of my favorite saints is St. John Bosco. He's the founder of the Salesian Order. Anyone here know any Salesians? You know, we've got Salesian High School in New Rochelle. And St. John Bosco was a great saint, a priest in Italy, and he had a great ministry to young people, especially young people who'd gone astray. <laughs> so we should pray to him. And uh, he had the gift of prophecies and dreams. And uh, it's kind of, he's, if you read a story of his life, he's known for these prophecies and dreams. And one of his most famous prophecies he had an image in a dream where Holy Mother Church was on the sea as a boat. And Jesus coming to the boat, the boat is the symbol of the church. And there was a storm and there were other ships attacking the boat. The Pope was at the, the steering wheel, the helm, and uh, they were attacking the church with uh, guns and they were you know, trying to tear the church down. And then eventually the Pope is struck dead and then there's another Pope that comes. And then this next Pope steers the boat in between two pillars. One pillar had the host, the, the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. The other pillar had a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, help of Christians. So the two pillars, the Eucharist and Mother Mary, and when the Pope steered the ship in between these two pillars, the uh, enemy ship started to t attack one another and sink, and there was a great calm and storm. And uh, so I just offer that to you, you know, as somewhat of like a, an image for our prayer, um, that we, where can we come to find the peace in the storm? You know, you have Jesus here, you have the beautiful tabernacle, and the sanctuary candle with the light, right? The light is on. That means somebody's home. The beautiful image of the divine mercy above your tabernacle. Jesus is here. You can come. You can pray. If you can't get out of your house, if you just go to YouTube and Google Eucharistic Adoration, there's a number of adoration chapels that are live streaming <laughs> adoration of Jesus. And then Mother Mary, right? This is Our Lady of Fatima Parish. You think of the rosary. You think of that relationship with Mother Mary. Again and again and again and again and again and again, she says, pray the rosary. And at Fatima, she said that the prayer could stop wars and that prayer could win peace for our world. 
So prayer in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and prayer with Mother Mary, especially the rosary. And in this way, I believe we will receive the grace to be like God and forgive everyone. And we'll receive the grace of peace, the grace of calm, the grace of a deeper trust in God our Father. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. Amen. God bless you. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans Mm -hmm.